Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back into House of Wrestling, everybody. It's me, Nick Hausman. Feel free to drop your shoes at the door, hang your coat or your hat on the coat rack over here, help yourself to anything on the kitchen table, and please come on into the living room. We're sitting here fireside today is our very good friend from NBC, Steve Fall. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me here today. I am excited to be allowed into the house. I have seen the living room from the lawn, but now I've been allowed inside, and it is beautiful here. Oh, I love it so much, so thank you for the invite. My pleasure. I love the idea of this pro wrestling journalism community where we all just live on a cul-de-sac, you know, and occasionally <laughs> get together for barbecues. Yes, I can imagine some fights breaking out at those barbecues, though. Oh, yeah, well, we haven't got to Punkin' Alvarez yet. We'll get there eventually. So, uh... <laughs> We got a loaded show here today. I don't know if you all know, but uh, the pro wrestling world completely melted into a ball of fire yesterday. Uh, so we have tons and tons to get to here today, so I won't waste much of your time. I will real quickly say, if you're watching us right now, you're watching us on the Premier Streaming Network every Tuesday and Thursday at noon Eastern. If you sign up for Premier Plus at watchonpremier.com, you can catch us here in Technicolor Tuesdays, Thursday, noon Eastern, first run before the audio hits the podcast feed, but you gotta, you're going to want to watch us. You're going to want to see the beauty that is Nick Hausman and Steve Fall. So you're going to want to join the Premier Streaming Network every Tuesday, Thursday, noon Eastern. Catch some more House of Wrestling here. Uh, and, of course, like I said, we have our podcast feed. We put tons of content in the podcast feed, not just the House of Wrestling shows, but also the big interviews we do. I do interviews for Inside the Ropes. That audio also goes onto the feed, uh, like my interview with Mojo Raleigh. That's on the feed right now. And then tomorrow... Uh, at 7 a.m. Eastern on Friday, I will be dropping my interview with B.D. Smooth. Are you familiar with B.D. Smooth, Steve? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, really? So what do you know about B.D. Smooth? I know that you interviewed him. Oh, okay. So you don't know jack shit about B.D. Smooth. <laughs> well, then I'll learn when I tune in on Friday. B.D. Smooth has been doing ring crew in the Chicagoland area for nine years. He is a juggalo. He is a Taco Bell employee, and he is one of my best friends. He is one of my favorite people to hang out on the independent circuit. I am so excited for everybody, including you, Steve, to get to meet and know B.D. Smooth tomorrow. What a mensch. He also uh, does a little rapping uh, during our interview. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, but later here on this show, House of Wrestling, we are going to have the one and only from WrestleNomics, Brandon Thurston. Yesterday, of course, was the Warner Brothers Discovery Upfront. Brandon is uh, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. When it comes to financials and business in the world of pro wrestling, I uh, was lucky enough to grab him for about 15 minutes right after the upfronts were over. So there, uh, it's, a, it's an immediate reaction from Brandon about what happened here yesterday. So we're going to get his take. We're going to get Steve's here in just a second as well. Um, but that'll be later on in the show, me 
Brandon Thurston. Stick around for it. But let's dive on into it here, Steve. Let's get it out of the way since we're gonna hear we're gonna hear Brandon talk a little bit about this later. Let's talk to you about it right now. Uh, AEW Collision was officially announced yesterday at the Warner Brothers Discovery upfront. CM Punk was not. We'll get to Punk in a second. Let's just digest the Collision news. So Collision is going to start on June 17th on TNT, 8, 7 Central. It'll be live every week. And Tony Khan mentioned last night on Dynamite that we don't know exactly where the first episode's going to take place yet. We'll find out next week. But the other uh, five of six first first shows locations have been announced. We'll get back to that as well later when we talk Punk. Miro, Thunder Rosa, Andrade, El Idolo, Powerhouse Hobbs, Samoa Joe, all announced for the show. Of course, many of those talents making their returns to AEW. Uh, And Fightful is saying, uh, with those names coming back into the fold, there's now going to be more of a hard brand and roster split uh, between the two uh, brands. And it's unsure if they're going to do some kind of draft or something else. Now, first of all, Steve, because we're going to dive into the punk stuff, and I'm putting it off for as long as I can here, but it's not going to take that much longer. (laughs) Were you satiated with what you got at the upfront yesterday, the rollout? Oh, yeah. I, I, I knew, you know, everyone, as everyone knew this was going to happen. This announcement was going to happen. But really, announcing it on a Saturday, which we all knew was going to happen, 8 to 10. But that really opens up the gate for me is, remember when NXT and AEW were going head to head? You're telling me that Vince McMahon or Triple H or the WWE is not seeing this announcement and going, okay, NXT, we're going monthly now with our premium live events, and not on Sundays, but maybe on Saturdays when the WWE, you know, Raw and SmackDown pay-per-views are not on those nights. This is going to be a competition night, and TNT isn't stupid. Saturday is like a dead zone for a lot of TV, but if TNT is happy with your ratings, well, then they're happy with your ratings. We're going to all pick apart. Like, did you see they only got 500,000? Yeah, but did you see TNT was happy about only getting 500,000? And that's going to be the the problem heading into this but i think it's great i think because guess what wrestling media like me and you content is king when you have more content to talk about that means more clicks more ratings more reviews more pressers more everything so you can complain all you want about AEW. but all i thought was cha-ching more money in my pocket more content for me to create so that's what i thought this is why I like Steve Fall, everybody. Now, I, I was going to say really nice things about you up top, but I know we're a little tighter on time here. But I will say this. I have not met another journalist out in the field with the sheer reckless abandon for getting what people want to hear about uh, outside of myself than you, Steve. The, I mean, it is it's you know, you have a no bullshit approach to this where it's like, look, we're here to do a job. I'm here to get things that people are interested in. I'm not here to ask you, why do you think you're so great? Why do you think this show was so good? No, ask people about real things. Get people generating traffic. You're thinking like I'm thinking. You're thinking like you're in the business. We didn't react to this news the same way as as the casual wrestling fan. I agree with that. Yeah, there were some people who were like, ah, they're going to fail on Saturday night. If they can't pull off Friday, how can they pull off Saturday? Well, that's a little different because what I'm underneath the impression of, Collision's live. And Saturday... You know, like a lot of people, let's 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 get down to the nitty gritty here. Wrestling fans aren't the most social sometimes. You know, I'm married, I have kids. That's my that's my deal. I'm not bringing down people that I love in the wrestling business. But people are at home on Saturday night with your buddies doing nothing. Well, guess what? Let's turn on the TV. Let's turn on some wrestling. Shit, this is awesome. Two hours, cool. That's it. It's simple as that. Like I don't understand the argument of, well, it's not gonna do well. It's not gonna do this. Listen, bro. You can be on either side of the table if you're Team WWE or Team AEW. You know what I'm on, Team on? Team Wrestling Business. Capital Business. Okay? I love love your impression of wrestling fans. (laughs) It's South Park. (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. My opinion matters. Excuse me. Excuse me. Wow. Terrence and Philip up in the house here today. I also, by the way, I loved... uh, I loved how you pointed out the competition on Saturday nights, obviously, with WWE and AEW. Um, but, I, I mean, there's also competition on Thursdays and or on Saturdays and, and Wednesdays here because we'll take Punk out of the equation. We are just about to talk CM Punk. But you put Miro in there. You put Thunder Rosa in there. You put Andrade El Idolo in there. These are people that legitimately want to go out there and show their worth. These are yes. people that want to go out there and tell great stories and probably look across the aisle at some of those Wednesday people that have been getting – everything that they want and getting all the programming that they want. And they're saying I can do better than that. So it's a bit of a Mexican standoff here right now where you have, you have dynamite and collision holding guns at each other, but then 
Hunter's got a shotgun and they're all staring at each other, right? I mean, it's it's a it's a recipe for great, great con- pro wrestling content for wrestling fans right now. I, I feel I, I say I'll say this later with Thurston. I feel bad for all their therapists, but actually I feel great for their therapists. But I mean, I, I it's got to be rough for them uh, with all that emotion swinging around. But great for wrestling fans. Great of for course. wrestling fans. You know. And if you think about it, again, we have a monthly WWE Raw and SmackDown premium live events. Okay, so that's one Saturday. And then you think of, okay, one of those off Saturdays, NXT can now fill in those spots. All right, that's two Saturdays. So let's just say it's a four-month, it's a four-Saturday month. Okay, there's two more. You're telling me they're not going to try to counter-program that? And it, so, so far, you already have two nights of, of competition with WWE, Raw and SmackDown, Premium Live Events, NXT maybe doing monthly. So in reality, again, it's great competition. We're heading into Double or Nothing, and on the same night, NXT Battlegrounds happening. We're going back to Crockett versus Vince McMahon. We're going back to, you know, 80s. I'm very excited about this because if you go back a few years ago, I didn't really care about the Wednesday Night Wars. That was just people being crazy. This, this is different. I think money's on the table now versus we're just starting out. We've been, AEW ain't going nowhere. We're doing well. Business is being made. Money's being made. Wrestle is getting signed. I can't wait to see Thunder Rosa back and Miro Andrade. These are talents that a lot of people have complained about. Where the hell are they? Exactly. And now let's get to CM Punk, right? Another name that people have been, uh, a lot of people have been clamoring, unless you're a hardcore uh, Matt Jackson fan. You're probably not all about CM Punk right now. But Punk uh, very much has people on the hook right now. I mean, this guy can't take a, a dump without everybody talking <laughs> to him at the moment. <laughs> did he wipe? Did he use a bidet? What, what did he do? Exactly. I could run a whole news cycle on that. We just started one up. But I mean, the guy can't do anything right now without creating tons and tons of attention around himself right now. And I think one of the the, the I think the issue that that AEW might have at the moment, if there is an issue with punk, is that there have there's been so much anticipation for collision tied in with punk. It's almost as if they were one in the same. Right. You're going to get collision and you're going to get punk. Right. And that's what I think makes people. Uh, excited to tune in on a Saturday is there's this kind of rebelliousness type vibe to it. Now, my wonder is if something has happened with punk and we'll dive into the nitty gritty here about why that could be. But if something has happened with punk and he doesn't, for whatever reason, uh, be a part of collision, does that kind of deflate the air out of the excitement that was this show? Does it make it harder for people to tune in if they're not getting exactly what they thought they were going to get? If that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's uh, two sides to this conversation. One, we, me and you, and wrestling media, and I think even the AW audience is clued in on CM Punk, Collision. This was supposed to be a hand-in-hand agreement. The rest of the world, say like a five-year-old child who's just watching, say, AEW or WWE, I don't think they know that this brand-new wrestling show is supposed to be tied in with a professional wrestler. And I think that's where the argument people forget that there's an audience out there that is not deep in the weeds, checking Twitter every five minutes, seeing the CM Punk story go, he's back. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Here's the thing about that, Steve, is I would say that for WWE, but I think it's, I think it's lesser for AEW because I do think AEW has a, uh, a, a, they don't play as much to kids. I think their audience is smarter. I think their booking reflects that they know they have a smart fan yep. base. And so I would I would I would say you are right if it was a WWE product. I don't know that that's the same for AEW. True. True. It's it's more of a, like a go back to, you know, ECW days, even Ring of Honor days where you had clearly the age is 18 up. You know, we're not talking mm-hmm. about, you know, 10-year-olds buying uh, you know, Scissor me, uh, well, even, even, those, fingers. even those eight year olds that have Darby or eight year olds that dress up like Darby Allen, you know, their older brothers to tell them, you know, punk's gonna be on collision. I mean, those eight year olds know <laughs> those kids, those those children of AEW parents, they know the rumors about punk coming to collision. True, true. So it does put a bit of a damper on the situation, but also it CM Punk right now, I think, is like an ex girlfriend where you remember the good times. Oh, we had such good times, but then you also remember the bad times. So then you're like, but I really want them back. But also, what a piece of garbage. But I love them so much, but I hate them so much. And that's where we're at. If he shows up, of course there's going to be a reaction. But if he also shows up, people are going to be like, oh, what an ass. Oh, it was always a work. It wasn't a work. And I think that's where we're at right now. We don't even care about the two-hour show on Saturday. We care about, we'll see him punk 
be back or not be back. That's the, the argument here. And the fact that they won't even announce where it is until next week leads me into uh, a more of a CM Punk conclusion because the 21st of June, they're in Chicago for Dynamite. Okay? They haven't announced the Saturday before his event. Come on. Now, okay, it is a bit of Schrodinger's punk. Is punk in AEW or is he out of AEW? Um, and there's a reason people are 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 asking those Schrodinger-esque questions about punk here. So here's here's what happened yesterday. Here's why we're having this whole conversation. I probably should have led with this. So right after the right after the upfronts happened, punk's not announced. Connor Casey over at Comic Book, by the way, great. Also, oh, yeah. love Connor Casey. He reaches out to Warner Brothers Discovery and they send back the following quote. They send back the following statement. CM Punk is not affiliated with TNT's AEW collision. A startling response on my end, because I know everybody looked at that. And I know at that, at that very time, Sean Ross Sapp is putting out fight for reports saying, you know, regardless of what WBD is saying, everybody's still expecting Punk to be there. A PW Insider saying they were really surprised Punk. Wasn't announced at the at the upfront because they thought he was going to be front and center. Everybody was anticipating Punk being involved in this, and then Warner Brothers Discovery puts out this pretty terse message. And historically, networks do not play games with the fans. They don't really have any reason to. They're a publicly traded company, right? right. I mean, you can't just. De- I mean, you can't deceive your your audience, right? Promoters, wrestlers, they're going to lie to you. They're going to tell you they're not injured when they're injured. They're going to tell you. You know, they're just going to lie to you. They're carnies. All right. Of course they're going to. But the network's not going to do that. And when everybody started saying, oh, yeah, wink, wink, I'm sure. I wasn't thinking that, man. This seems very – I mean, you are you work for NBC. Would NBC be in on something like this with WWE? I think so. You think so? I think so because there have been times, for instance, I gave a perfect example of one night Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel switched shows. No, you couldn't advertise. So Jimmy Fallon, you know, Tonight Show, Jimmy Kimmel, they're on different channels. So one night, April Fool's, they swapped shows, and Jimmy Fallon was on ABC when, you know, Kimmel's on NBC. We could not, and we knew, we knew, NBC is, I knew during the day this is going to happen, but we could never advertise it. We couldn't say it, but we would say, Tonight's a, this is, is going to be something, but we can't tell you what it is. So, like, are you leading your audience but, on a path? But, but you're not telling them this isn't going to happen. You're, no, but you're we're not saying told, it's going to. But they're saying just definitively here, this guy's not on collision. This guy's not affiliated with collision. That's that's more definitive than the example you're giving. True, true, true. But look, I'm not going to question, uh, having Con- a fun, I'm not question having Connor a fun, on this, though. Having a fun, lighthearted April Fool's joke. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. I don't see a big box of ping pong balls falling down on, on CM Punk's head here. We all have a big laugh about it, all right? I, the, the stakes, you don't know. The stakes seem a little bit higher than two comedians who have not had a uh, a fight involving someone being bitten exchanging channels, you know? True, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good point. But again, we're... I, we're in this world of we'll believe what we've read. We'll believe what we're told. Do we know these sources? We don't know these sources. We don't know. Connor obviously got information from someone, and I believe Connor, you know, comicbook.com has legitimized, you know, what they're talking about. So I believe. But yet, who is he talking to? Who's giving this information out? Is it someone on the lower, lower of the totem pole? Is it some, a big executive? Is it the CEO? Like, we don't know the, the name. So we can't go, oh, well, that's true. I can go, that sounds about right. That sounds about right, but yet we're in the world of tricking our audiences a little bit with wrestling. So I, mean, I, I don't know. I interviewed Savio Vega a week before Backlash. Are he going to be in Backlash? Are you going to help Bad Bunny? Nope. Guy showed up. I called him on the phone like, you but piece of garbage. Like I said, that, that's <laughs> different. Like I said, it is different when wrestlers and promoters lie to people. That is part of the business. It's part of the stick. It is not that way for it's not that way for the networks. It's not they don't have any reason to work people in this situation. If they were trying to keep mystery around Punk, I would have probably just no-sold it, right? I'd have just not responded to the email and let let speculation, you know, uh, uh, run amok. This this definitely felt odd to me, and uh, I was not alone in this. So it, there are some breadcrumbs here that would seem to indicate at some point the plan was to announce Punk as part of Collision out of the gate because yes. thanks to some sleuthing by Jimmy Trina. And uh, Brandon Thurston over at WrestleNomics. If you followed the link, uh, I had to, I'm not a tech person, so I had to. I sorry if I butcher this. If you follow the link on the email they sent out to the press release 
for AEW Collision and you go into the link, you can find cached previous versions of the press release in the metadata? Yes? It's in there. I saw this. Yeah. Okay. I've seen the screenshots. I don't know how to get there, right? It's like I've seen Hawaii, but I've never flown there. (laughs) So, uh, and then if you go into the metadata and the cached versions of the press release, there was an earlier version of the press release that lists Punk before Samoa Joe and Miro in the in the official press release for Collision, so it would appear he was taken out. And then Brian Alvarez enters the chat. I'm not sure that he's happy he did now. But he, uh, he goes in in the Observer Live and says, I know this situation. I know that uh, there were graphics made with Punk on them advertising Collision. All we know is that those graphics weren't, weren't used. Press release had him. Then he wasn't in it. Graphics made with him didn't get used. Is it just that Tony Khan was holding off to announce Punk on Dynamite? Obviously not, because he didn't do that. What what was breaking as Tony Khan was not announcing the location for the debut episode of Collision was another story, uh, a couple stories. First of all, in like two hours before Dynamite, CM Punk takes to Instagram stories, and I don't want to read this all. It's like I almost feel bad that I ran it on the site now that i kind of looking at the fucking mud show that's going on right now <laughs> punk goes to instagram stories he blasts brian alvarez to, uh, calls him says he's taken all these rumors he shares his email that we now know is from like 2010 where alvarez is reaching out to somebody in punk's orbit being like uh i i don't hate this guy i don't know why we have heat bix gets brought up at some point i guess alvarez used to date maria canellis am i getting that right i read that and i was like I thought CM Punk used to date Maria Canellis too, though. Yeah, so was he was Alvarez dating Maria, and then Punk started dating Maria, and br- I don't know. Again, messy. very messy. This, this is days of our lives, though. This is <laughs> this is really too much for me. And then he does this video, Punk does, where and first of all, he's looking like does his head look like gaunter, a little, like, a little skinnier. Yeah, he's he's dropped some weight, man. He's getting serious in the gym. So anyway. He then does this other video where he blasts tribalism. He's very upset, obviously very upset. This all apparently comes after, according to Fightful and a couple other reports, Chris Jericho met with Punk a couple weeks ago. During that meeting, that apparently went well, Jericho suggested, let's bring back a steal. Everybody should be able to work together. Let's stop all pointing figure, fingers. Let's Let's bring this together, which, first of all, I'm I'm shocked. <laughs> like I I had no idea how that meeting was going to go between Jericho and Punk, and for Punk for Jericho to walk in and say, "Let's bring back a steel," I think is a damn good way to put Punk at ease and start a, a productive conversation, right? Yeah, I was shocked. Okay, all right, that is a very earnest attempt to try to to bury the hatchet here. But unfortunately, at a meeting this week, Punk was told allegedly. That he could continue to work with Steel, but Steel would not be allowed at AEW TV tapings. Now, there were also firm plans for there to be filming at Punk's home yesterday. It's unclear if that happened, but based off of videos and photos he was sharing on social media, he was at the gym, right, during the day. Then it looks like he went home, played with his dog, you know, put up funny signs, decided to drag up emails from over a decade ago. Doesn't seem like somebody who was real busy filming a vignette for AEW, does he? No, but I think social media is going to grab onto anything CM Punk does right now, and I think that's what we're all doing. We're talk- He wants us to talk about him. We're talking about him. And I think that's the key to all of this is I'm under the impression that at some point there was a conversation many, 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 many months ago before anyone had any report about Jericho and Punk meeting or all this shit where they said, okay, shit went wrong. We all agree it all went wrong. Okay, let's figure this out because we all want to build something together. AEW is a great business plan for a lot of wrestlers to go to because for so long there was nowhere to go. CM Punk is on an island by himself right now. If he does not come back to the AEW island, there is going to be a problem because what's he going to go do? Go work for the WWE? They take him. They, they take would. Him a, they, they need people for Roman to work with. Of course they do. <laughs> and, you got, and and well, and you got Heyman in the mix. I mean, it really writes itself. It wouldn't of be course. very hard. It wouldn't be hard at all. Yeah, the advocate storyline. You know, it'd be great. It but in be, reality, yeah. I don't believe everything that's out there. I think we're all grabbing on to everything CM Punk says, 
and we're going to write our articles and make our podcasts, which which was what we do because that's, that's our business. But at the same time, I think he knows that he could put out, like you said, it doesn't matter earlier, CM Punk could take a shit and we're all going to talk about it. This is what he's doing. You who, who knows when these videos were shot? Who knows when any of this was created? Uh, here, here's here's what I'll say. I I do think there is something to this, Steve. I don't I don't I think that I think that people may be uh, wanting to not look at too much into it because they don't want to get burned, right? You don't want to be wrong. You don't want to be those. I don't mind being wrong. You know, well, but you don't want to be one of those people who just look like they were making something out of nothing. I think there's something here. Now, of course, I, I based off of what I can gather from Punk's camp, just as I've closely followed this whole thing for almost a year now there have been several instances with punk where uh i am of the belief that there were agreements made to try to make progress only for those to fall apart later and it became a real slog with punk where it was almost two step forward one step back yes let's agree to this but then when it falls apart, I feel like my trust has been broken. That is really the story of this, right? The story of this is Punk feels there is a lack of trust between him and AEW, right? And it's not just management. It's also talent. You look at the Hangman Page situation. You're about to go in the ring and put you know, you know, put your body in, in this other person's hands and trust them to take care of you. But you can't trust them to not go out there and say something that you know is not going to be good for business or for you personally. That and that's a situation that does happen, but you got to get those people in a room afterwards, get them together, and go, hey guys, that was a pff, shot in the wrong direction. You guys need to make it up here, and we're going to move on, and we're not going to have this tension. That conversation did not happen with Punk and AEW following the Hangman Page stuff, and that's why we got the All In Media Scrum that we did. If yeah. there was a situation here where there was an agreement where Punk thought, in good faith, we're going to try to start to rebuild my image. Ace's image, we're going to try to get back on the same page, and we're going to move forward as a unit. If at the 11th hour, he's told, you guys can still work together, but Ace, he can't be at TV. And, you know, that that's not what you agreed to. That's not the rehabilitation of your image. If anything, it puts Ace in a situation, and uh, vicariously probably Punk, to again look like the bad guys, which is what Punk is trying to move away from here. And so uh, once again, this lack of trust, you tell me you're going to do something and then you don't do it. Or you tell me you're going to do something and then you don't do it. And I look worse for it. That is why we are seeing CM Punk acting out right now. That is why we are seeing CM Punk fight back right now, because if he feels as if he's losing the narrative, that's when you're going to see CM Punk show up on social media and try to regain some kind of control of the situation because he feels like he's losing it. Oh my God. I feel like this man's therapist, but that is accurate. That is accurately how I see the situation. But when you have a contract with an employee, that employee, that, that he's not an employee he's an independent contractor. Technically still, but you work, no, you have a, you have a boss, not you have a boss. Don't have a boss. This is Tony Khan, his boss. He has somebody that has, look, Tony Khan is his boss. And as much as, he has influence over what Punk can do, but he's not his—he's not his boss in the sense that Punk is an employee. There is a difference legally. Well, of course, I'm guessing like Matt Jackson, you know, the, the the young Bucks and Kenny Omega being employees have benefits. I'm guessing, you know, for for instance, like Thunder Rosa or Miro, they don't have benefits. They are independent contractors. Correct. But in reality, I, in my brain, I'm thinking, how can you let somebody just go out there and blatantly say these things when you're like, their boss, but not their boss, and this. Honestly, why the hell would you want someone who's clearly toxic? Clearly. And I love CM Punk as a character. I don't know him as a person. As a person, from the outside looking in, he is someone I'd be like, well, he's really good for our work, but I think he might be too much for our locker room and our demeanor because now no one's talking about AEW like it was before. Like, oh, yeah, screw you, WWE. Yeah, AEW, bad. No one's talking about that anymore. It's it's look at these ratings and where the hell CM Punk. That's all anyone keeps talking about. And that's not really what you want. And that's the thing is Punk, I genuinely think in this situation, was ready to come back to work. Ace was going to be there. He was given the intention. We are going to be operating in good faith. And then at the 11th hour, if something changed and Punk said, same shit, different day. Can't trust you guys. I'm pissed. Whether or not that means he's out, I don't know. But I definitely believe he's pissed. Definitely believe he's pissed right now. And, you know, how that portends for Collision, you know, look, if Punk really, and hyper-speculation here, because cooler heads very well may prevail in here. And money. 
but hypothetically, if Punk is pissed and out and unwilling to do business, you can't run the United Center for your debut show. It would be insane. Is the reason we didn't get a debut location because Tony Khan has seven days to figure out where the fuck he's going to do his first show without CM Punk? I kind of got that vibe. I don't know. That's true. Because, for instance, uh, NXT is coming to kind of where I live for Battleground, and there's two, and they're going to Lowell. There's two arenas, one that holds 1,000 people, and ones that hold 8,000 people. Well, which one are you going to go to without CM Punk if you go to, say, Chicago? There are obviously multiple arenas, multiple stadiums, uh, theaters. So you put a ring in any place, you can have a match. So we'll have to but see how that turns out. They Chicago. I, I would get go to Cincy. I'd go to Vegas. I'd go to... God, I'd stay Vegas. away and then and then roll your I have a ticket by the way to the dynamite show on the 21st in Chicago the the ah. Wednesday before Forbidden Door I I don't usually go to events where I don't get press access and I won't but this is historic I, I at least I was anticipated for a variety of reasons now I have no idea what I'm getting myself into um well one AEW property that uh does look to be on the tracks is AEW all access they were the only AEW entity announced yesterday as making the transition to streaming on Max. I got the implication, by the way, watching the upfronts, that the, the door is very much open to AEW streaming uh, after the fact on Max. Maybe even linear streaming on Max if you have, like, a subscription, because they were talking about how they were going to be doing more linear programming. They didn't tie that to AEW directly, but it was something that they were pushing for. So we didn't get a huge update on the Max front, but we do know All Access will be there and possibly more. There's that. So. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because, again, when I ask people about, say, oh, do you know who the Bella Twins are? Yeah, from, uh, you know, uh, the, the show on E. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, so All Access might turn into that situation where, oh, do you know who Britt Baker is? Oh, no, but I've seen her on this yeah. show. That's so, like, oh, okay. I have not met a single person who has said a nice thing to me about All Access. And I'm just being real. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched an episode. I All I know is that the 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 policy on on reality TV is it's easy to make. You don't have to write a script. You can just get out there and record, and you might get a story. You might not get a story. That's really reality TV for you. Or you yeah. set situations where you know I slap you because this is gonna be good for TV. So in reality, you know it's good for AEW. It's good for reality TV. It's good for you know there's no scriptwriters. Um, so it opens the door for that. But I have never watched an episode. I don't plan on watching an episode because. I'm not interested. All right. Well, let's do a couple quick WWE items before we throw to Brandon Thurston. Uh, first of all, new Money in the Bank promotional graphics have gone out. Uh, interesting to note, Roman Reigns has been added to these graphics, so it looks like he'll be there in some fashion. But Drew McIntyre has been removed. A curious case of Drew McIntyre at the moment. What do you think is going on there? I think, just like a lot of people believe, is I think he held down the WWE during the pandemic. When Roman Reigns was home, Drew McIntyre was the man. When he put his hand up to the screen and beating, winning the championship, that was a great moment. He held down the fort. Once Roman came back, they were like, thank you for your service, Drew, but go fight for the Intercontinental title. And I think that's what happened to Drew McIntyre. And just like, for instance, you know, Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks, eventually you realize that you can put in as much work as you want. You can put in the hardest days, the longest days. You're always going to be second fiddle. Seth Rollins has said it in many interviews where he's going to be the macho man to Roman who's Hulk Hogan, where he it can be the best he wants to be, but he's never going to be number one. And I think Drew has finally realized that. And maybe, just maybe, he's looking at other options. But we'll I think see. I think that's how, I think that's a very accurate take on it. And lastly, here according to uh, according to it was CNBC that broke this. I got it right off memory. Uh, WWE and UFC, this new entity that combines both of them, we have an official name for it now. It is going to be known as the TK TKO Holdings Group. It's going to sell under the ticker on the New York Stock Exchange as TKO. Yippee. That's a good name. I like that name. It goes well with uh, UFC and WWE. A little TKO action. All right. With that, let's talk a little business here. I'm going to bring into the House of Wrestling right now, Brandon Thurston. Steve and I are going to uh, fade away here. For I'll stick around to talk to Brandon. Steve will fade away here, and then we will catch you all back on the other side of this uh, conversation here with Brandon Thurston. Hello, House of Wrestling fans. It's me, Nick Hausman, and I am joined right now in the foyer of the House of Wrestling. Quick pop in here from our neighbor down the street, WrestleNomics' own Brandon Thurston. Brandon, 
Thank you so much for coming by the house here today. It's 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 great to be here. Uh, you gave me the GPS directions, and I got here no problem. Yeah. Uh, oh, the House of Wrestling is way off the grid. It's like a, it's more of a compound, you know, away from the government, honestly, to avoid surveillance. Regardless, uh, Brandon, it is a big day for the world of professional wrestling. We both, uh, first of all, we both had the ability to watch the Warner Brothers Discovery upfront. You you also had a chance to to tune in and catch these uh, live, did you not? We were among the privileged class who, who were able to live stream Man. the uh, the WBD upfronts. As, as I said, I, I think you know Warner Brothers Discovery introduced a lot of big news today uh, in the media world, but they really missed an opportunity, I think, to charge wrestling fans fifty dollars uh, and sell this as a live pay per view because I was flooded with replies, rando DMs, everybody. How how can I get a link to this? Even I think I think even uh, s- someone with the initials Nick Hausman was asking me about this earlier. I was, and then I just said, "No, I could take care of this. I have my own contacts. You have your own connections." Yeah. I went about it legitimately. Uh-huh. Warner gave me that link, so thank you, by the way, very much to the the fine folks at Warner. And hey, uh, I did a live tweet thread over on the House of Wrestling Twitter, which everybody can go check out right now if you want, with some blow by blow up until the point the collision announcement happened. Then I just kind of stopped tweeting. But that made it on Reddit. Very, very popular. It's been a banger morning here for House of Wrestling. So let's get into the nitty gritty here, though, uh, of what was actually announced. First of all, I agree. They missed an opportunity selling this this link to the fans. That would have been a sweet mint. But they really did. You know, you want to talk about missed opportunities. We'll see how the slow drip of announcements plays out over the next couple of weeks. But this was pretty, pretty bare, right? I mean, Collision was announced. Very exciting. No Punk. No How is Wembley going to be streamed uh, 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 di- now did you get clarity on if the show will be streaming on of all these shows all the aw shows streaming on max with replays on max because they said that in they a said set that? they said they're going to be doing more uh live str- uh, it was i had it written down it was linear streaming was this during uh, the Kathleen Finch announcement? Yeah, I, I there was a note I live tweeted it because I thought that was because I know what the word linear means, right? Because I'm that smart. But yeah, no, they said they were gonna do linear and then where's my notes? I can read this. I can read. <laughs> where's my wrestling? I'm listening notes? to it back. Are you I didn't record it. I should have recorded it. I didn't I was I was so I was so uh I was throwing everything together here. So this was, okay, these got to go back. I mean, I hate the way the Twitter organizes. So she's saying, super serve the 23 million wrestling fans who are already no, watching that the Dynamite It wasn't Rampage. in that segment. She didn't oh, say it, it in that. No, it wasn't in okay. that segment. It was, okay, yeah. It was earlier. It was right up top. Uh, it was the one of the first things. So the first speaker out after, uh, no, the first speaker out said, in regard to Max, Starting May twenty third, Max so is the one. This is right after Kathleen Finch. No, this was like the opening. This was like uh, this was my second tweet. So the very there was, beginning of the of the of the upfront. It was the first guy, whoever the first guy was. I didn't catch his name. I was moving too quickly here. The the opening guy. He's uh, no no because he ended with Dream Bold. Then he brought somebody else in. So this is the second guy. My notes taking were not great at this point. I apologize. But he said in regard to Max starting May twenty third, Max is the one to watch. It will have WBD, DC Films, Discovery Plus, movie shows, and Kids Fair. Some shows will premiere on TV and linear on Max. Discovery Plus will remain the same. So he said that some shows will premiere on TV and linearly on Max, but did it preface what shows those will be? I don't take that to be meaningful towards AEW necessarily. Um, that's not to say I don't believe that AEW content is going to be on there eventually but i don't take that comment to indicate something about AEW, yay or nay you don't take you don't take that as like say it again say it again what he said so the way that i have this written down Mm -hmm. he says i'll read it back one more time the way he has this written down some shows will premiere on tv and linear on max that's what i wrote down it wasn't exact quote some shows will be on tv but then also air so what that so if you watch 90 day fiance succession Right. They they pop up on Max the same time they pop up on the TV. Right now, mm-hmm. Dynamite is different because it's live. But the next but the airing rights right after it. I mean, would it could it live stream at the same time on Max? I guess hypothetically it could. But there was no mention of AEW in the Max space, I guess, is what the, the long winded yes. thing I'm getting at here. Uh, it was very unclear how AEW could be integrated into the Max space. You know. I mean, it's 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 clear to me 
that maybe it makes sense for an all-in and, and next day rights. But none of that was mentioned here. I exactly. AEW is a small piece in, in the in the WBD world. And, and the thing is, like, as much as the, there's rumors right now for, like, $1.2 billion, what Wade Keller said the other day, or whatever, we I don't know if we'll ever find out what the number is on this deal. But the other product products they were having were doing these real long, oh, here's a halftime with Shaq and Charles Barkley. Here's Anderson Cooper for five minutes. AEW maybe got 30 seconds tops of exposure on this whole thing. Yes, which is more than they got last year, which is basically nothing. Um I think for wrestling fans who are swooping in and, and checking this out, we know that, you know, we've been listening to podcasts for weeks and weeks now, expecting huge earth shattering business, transforming news about AEW. Um, so I, I, I tweeted this going in like temper your expectations. There's probably going to be confirmation of an AEW collision show. And I wouldn't expect much beyond that. Maybe, so, maybe I expected something on Max to maybe be, you know, indicated, but but no. And I don't think that's a big surprise either. Um, I definitely didn't expect uh, WBD to say yes. We have a new new deal with AEW. Um, I could see somebody uh, in in the sports media business, or or even maybe Dave Meltzer reporting what the deal is at some point here. Um, but that's not happened yet. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it's still not clear that CM Punk's going to be on this show for sure. It's not confirmed anyway. Well, that is widely reported. Well, and we're recording this here before Dynamite, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what Tony's going to announce on Dynamite tonight. And and the collision thing's out of the bag. And he loves to deliver. But I, I, is he going to reiterate collision? Or is he going to bring in Punk? I, I don't want to speculate too hard because I think I'm going to drop the audio for this tomorrow. Whatever. So, so, so no, nobody's going to listen to this until Thursday. But <laughs> <laughs> I... Maybe okay. Remember, everybody. This is this was recorded on Wednesday afternoon, or Wednesday, okay. not even afternoon. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Khan appears or somebody appears on inside the NBA after the playoff games tonight, um, because if you look at the schedule, that Hogan and Gawker show, what's what's the name of that series? Oh, Rich and Shameless. Yeah, that's that's premiering at midnight. That's the that is the premiere. I checked. Like that is when it's premiering. It's not premiering some other more you know more primetime hour. It's premiering at midnight tonight. And I don't know that, you know, you, you, you bring in AEW to necessarily promote that, but it does kind of make sense from a scheduling standpoint to have some sort of wrestling uh, tie-in on inside the NBA leading right into the Hogan story. So I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if um, that kind of adds up with Tony's comment on the prior Wednesday where he said, stay tuned to TNT for more announcements because yeah. maybe he knows that he's going on TNT or someone's going on TNT. What a weird little cipher that was, right? Like, why would he say that? It, it was so confusing. I wish he'd put clarity on it because I was kind of half under the impression that this this might stream in some capacity on a Warner. Pl- That's not the case. I had to go through like I had to go through people to get to this link. No. So it, to deliver on what he said, he's got to do something on TNT, or it's just going to sound funky, and he's going to look like a fool for going at Dave Bix. And you do not want to you do not want to get at Bix. You don't want to shoot at the king and miss. I'll put it that way. He Bix was, um, you know, confused why why Tony would say TNT and 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 Tony went right back to him on Twitter saying, "Yeah, I said TNT on purpose." What is that purpose, Tony? Well, well, Collision is is a TNT show. Maybe that's it. But no, I think I think there's a good chance by by the time people listen to this that he has appeared on Inside the NBA or somebody has appeared on Inside the NBA. All right, fair enough. Um, well, lastly, here I want to touch on obviously, uh, Fightful put out a report. Uh, literally minutes before the upfront started, making it very difficult for me to focus and do multiple things at once. But they're saying now that this, whatever was intended to be a soft, it was thought to be a soft split, now looks to be a hard split between the two brands and rosters, which honestly feels more right to me because I had been talking to people a couple of weeks ago who had been telling me Tony Khan was going to be hiring all of these new wrestlers with the infusion of cash he's going to be getting to go he's, bring in he's more. already hired like 150 wrestlers. More. More. I'm telling you. More. 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 I'm telling you, right? And and I think it's already kind of begun. Why would you pick up a Brian Cage necessarily if you don't really do things with him? Well, you need more. You need more. And Brian Cage is more. And Brian Cage has some value to it. So I think that's kind of an indicator. But I'm anticipating more. I had heard more to flush out rosters, right? Because... I thought it was very interesting in the talent announced for this new collision show, a couple returning names, Thunder Rosa, Miro, Andre El Idolo, right. 
Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, a cornerstone, but no mention of the Elite, no mention of Blackpool Combat Club. It would appear that they are going to continue to be on Dynamite and be the centerpiece over there. You will have this other band of uh, outlaws on the other show. I would, I'm going to yeah. guess CM Punk will be lumped the, the, into the that. The list of talent that they named explicitly, with the exception of Powerhouse Hobbs, are are people who have been, you know, who have either been unhappy or who have been reportedly in conflicts with with other talent, Thunder Rosa and Miro and, and Andrade. Dude, yeah. this is going to be fascinating to watch if. These rosters really don't like each other, and they really want to outdo each other. This is going to be for great television. I mean, it's maybe not great for interpersonal relationships, but this is what this is what made the Monday Night War exciting when there was real competition between people that wanted to show, no, I can do this better than you. And that's the vibe I'm getting between these shows. I'm over the moon uh, as a fan. I feel bad. I feel, I mean, I'm happy for their therapist, but I feel bad for others involved. But you know. this is this is another reaction. To, isn't this too much content now? And I was just looking, doing the table. Now there's going to be prime time wrestling on. If you count the the W stuff on on A and E, which which will that that season will come to an end fairly soon, I think. But there's prime time wrestling on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday now, every day yes. of the week. Well, Sundays occasionally too with pay per views when they happen on Sundays. True, which and are infrequent. This right. is going to go ahead. To, it's 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 eight to ten. Not not the six oh five. This isn't this isn't WCW Saturday night. This is eight to ten. So it's going to go head to head with PLEs from WWE <laughs> on Peacock, it's which are probably going to be... have. I mean, undoubtedly, are going to have larger viewership despite being on streaming, and this being um, on a traditional TV network. I don't think this show is going to outdo what I believe those shows do on streaming. One thing I would I would. Uh... I think it's worth watching too is um, I have heard a lot of talent prefers being on Wednesday nights because it allows them weekends to go out and do signings and indie appearances and really have that freedom. Uh, the people that get put on Saturday nights are going to lose that opportunity for, for outside income. I think there's a question about there may be tapings scheduled on, on Wednesday, Thursday. So they may be taped. I don't know. We'll see what, what, what happens. I know they obviously have dates. They have the United center on a Saturday and there's the one, one of the candidate dates is a Saturday. We'll see how this is actually scheduled and routed once once this is really a weekly thing for you know several months in um so I, but i could see it being you know there's there's the, the dynamite rampage taping on wednesday and then the collision ring of honor taping on thursday so there may be people may still have those weekends free on, on at least some weeks okay i just i had heard that from a few folks as a concern about when it came to that because i mean did it say live in the press release that the collision's going to be each week or no i have to look yeah i gotta go back to it now too <laughs> All right, collision live Saturday, June seventeenth. Saturday, Saturday, this live two-hour in-ring show will air every Saturday night. Yeah, every Saturday live. There you go, boom. No, this no live, week. comma two-hour, comma in-ring show will air every week, Saturday night. Okay. There you go. That's why I had heard about it because I had heard people grumbling about, oh, I'm about to to miss out on indie appearances and stuff. You know, for the Wednesday night guys, it's a very good deal. You go, you go, and what about kid stuff on the weekends? You want to go watch your daughter's ballet performance on a Saturday? Sorry, you have to go roll around in some barbed wire, whatever it may be. You know, that's, yeah. it's it's a, it's a different dynamic, right? And uh, it's just something I want to put out there because I've had I've heard people talk about it. That's all. Yes. No, that that totally totally makes sense. I mean, if you're if you're somebody who's used to working indie indie dates, and I've I've done some some looking into like. You know, look at the cage match results and see how often people, at least when it does get recorded in a cage match, how often are people who work for AEW or who are under contract to AEW, how often are they really doing indie dates? Um, it seems like it's not that many, but for the people who are working the indies, I mean that that's 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 work and pay that they're they would be missing out on, obviously, if they have to, you know, work TV, which they'll be well, paid much more for, but but that's extra work. I will press I will press you in WrestleNomics if you want to go do a report. Go find out how many of those AEW guys are doing meet and greets on Saturdays. Okay. Go That's find those point. go find yeah. those appearances because then you can probably put a number on how much people could be losing uh by missing out on those Saturday signing appearances. There you go. Is, I, we need we need a meet and greet record keeping system, is what we need. <laughs> what is it? It's not cage match, it's table match. Oh, that's great, actually. Oh shit! This is an, an idea to ex expand the House of Wrestling. Oh, there, there does. There's always room for another table in the House of Wrestling. That's for sure. Got all kinds of them: office table, conference table, kitchen table. I love a good table. Coffee table. Anyway, this is dumb. Brandon, I want to thank you so much for popping in here uh, for this episode of House of Wrestling. Always great chatting with you. Where do you want to send people to find you? More coverage, everything you do in the world of WrestleNomics. 
uh, for WrestleNomics on Friday, we'll be talking to Tony Maglio, who is there in person for, for all the upfronts, uh, the, the Fox and NBCU that are relevant to WB. Uh, and we'll be talking with him. John Pollock and I will be talking with him on Friday for Post Wrestling and for WrestleNomics. And then, as always, WrestleNomics Radio is live at 11 a.m. on YouTube and in your podcast feed uh, every Sunday. And uh, just Patreon, patreon.com slash WrestleNomics, WrestleNomics.com, all that stuff. All right, everybody, that is it here today for House of Wrestling. I want to thank Steve Fall for joining me at the top of the show to talk all the pro wrestling news for the past 48 hours. I want to thank you, Brandon Thurston, so much for joining me to talk all about that uh, very big historic Warner Brothers Discovery uh, upfront 2023-2024 presentation and all the news coming out about Collision. And I want to thank you all for tuning in here today. House of Wrestling, premier streaming network every Tuesday, Thursday, noon Eastern. Go sign up for Premier Plus. You don't want to miss an episode. First run in video right here on Premier Streaming Network. And, of course, you can go find us over on the podcast feed, House of Wrestling. New content going out pretty much every weekday at this point. And if you want to help us shoot up those podcast charts, leaving a nice, uh, uh, well, first of all, subscribing, always great, but leaving a nice review, leaving a five-star rating, all of that stuff is always going to help us find new listeners. It's an easy, free way for you to do that. Come back tomorrow, 7 a.m. Eastern, to the House of Wrestling podcast feed. We're going to have BD Smooth, my good friend, the sexiest man in all of professional wrestling, BD Smooth here, talking all about himself, pro wrestling, tomorrow, 7 a.m. Eastern, House of Wrestling podcast feed. And next week, big news, everybody. We are going big. We are on the road to Night of Champions. We are on the road to Double or Nothing. We are on the road to NXT Battleground, and I have to get some people into the house to break it all down, and so we are going big. We are going Grap City Week next week. Next Tuesday, Righteous Reg in the house talking news with me. Next Thursday, Phil Lindsay in the house talking all the news of the day with me. We're going to have Reg. We're going to have Phil here next week on House of Wrestling talking all about these big shows and breaking down even more news. I'm sure that the CM Punk news cycle is nowhere near done, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and that's it, everybody. Thank you all so much for popping in today. You can grab your shoes, you can grab your hat, you can grab your coat, grab anything you want off the living room table. Thank you all so much for dropping by. Remember, you're welcome back anytime. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.